Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering more than what the Dodgeball Speedos did. Oh, all the accessories. Okay. And more concert throwers. Yeah, and this is episode 272. Let's get it! Wow. Welcome to the show, folks. You know what it is. Your favorite podcast. Shout out to all the old listeners, all the new listeners, any listeners. You guys are amazing. Uh, what a what a week. Week two of Bachelorette. Uh, but before we get into all that, Veronica, what's going on? How are you? What's been going on in your life? Well, you know, happy 4th of July. We are recording Happy 4th of July! We are. We are. That's amazing. You know, America. America. Um, America. And nothing's more America than The Bachelor. Yes. And Bachelorette. Yep. Um, but uh, I'm doing pretty good this past uh, week. Um, I did a little, we did a little movie night in double date with um, our pals, Rachel and JP. Um, I had a little bit of a self-care Saturday before doing dinner with my boyfriend and then what do you watch uh, for movie Sunday, night? Is I went that, paddleboarding. What'd you what you do for movie night? We did um well I'll get to it. Oh, okay, later. that's under another section. I just wanted to know. Like, you know. Yeah, no. Um, it was uh no, I'll get to it later. It's on Prime though, and I know you've been on a Prime kick. Okay. So uh Yeah, so you saw we'll it's get- pretty dope on there. Um, but I'll ask you later on again. Um and you can maybe tell me yeah. then. Uh that's cool. So you went paddleboarding again. You've been really going paddleboard. Do you have your own? I have my own. It's a blow. It's an inflatable one. And it um, I have like I bought the nice electric pump for it because you can't it comes with like a hand pump. But it is uh, it's a lot of work. And by the time you like finally get it pumped up, you're all like, and now I have to like steady myself on this board and paddle and do whatever. And like, that's not going to be fun. So and my friend Katie, who I went with again, she got her own, too. So uh she d- she doesn't have an electric pump though, so she you know I'm her electric pump sugar mama. But uh, we we definitely had a good time. But it was funny because we must be like we went to Sweetwater Creek and we must be like down in South Cobb area, Lithia Springs. We must be like 11s, 12s there on their scale of one to ten because we were like there was like this man who like paddled up to us to holler at us as it started to torrentially downpour when we were leaving and I'm like rolling up my board and everything. Some man like literally came by, drove by me, rolled down his window and was all like, hey, little mama, we should do this together sometime. Do you need any help? And I'm all like, I'm good. And he's all like, what's your name? I'm Trey, little mama. And I'm like, sir, can you leave me alone? It is literally storming. Like, I am just trying to get out of here. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Hey, little mama. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Was your lip gloss popping? I mean, I don't know if anything could be popping at that point because there's literally like branches of trees falling on me. Everything was shiny. Um, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, well, I'm glad you survived. Uh, you know, I was it was just like we're recording 
early on Fourth of July today, and it's it was currently storming outside. And now it's like I can see the sun coming out. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, that gives us hope for a beautiful afternoon. Uh, so yeah, I mean uh, that's awesome. Um, this weekend, this past week, I've I've kind of just been in the zone uh, with rehearsals, and I had an audition mm-hmm. that like they're you know checking my availability for and stuff. So that was good. Um, rehearsals is kind of cool too because they have me understudying for this this part that um, whoever was playing it is like not showing up for whatever reason, and it would be really cool what? to be able to do this part as well in the play. Um, so, uh, that's cool. And they got me doing, uh, now this jump rope routine that's in, in the play. And like the second act, there's like this, like whole jump, jump rope choreographed like routine and um you know i was it's it's like really hard work to get this choreography down but like i was like you know just for the workout sake i was like i'm up for the challenge you know so today was like that's fun yeah today was my first day like i did my first practice with them your rehearsal with them yesterday but today was like my first day like i'm waking up super early going to the gym doing like like oh like i'm like i do my run and then i do like my choreographed dancing then i do my jump rope choreographing and stuff and i have to get there early before anyone is in the gym because i can't be like doing my dance moves and stuff like while people are (laughs) benching so uh yeah i mean i've been doing that yo over the weekend you should you know just i I know just get ready to just like pull that band-aid off in front of a crowd People are just like, I get it. you know, your your one two step, you know, could lo- use a little less three, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, this past weekend, I uh, had a kind of a scare here in the apartment. It's been yeah, it's been a, a little crazy. Um, so I, I've been I was telling you before the show, but I've been installing like different things around the new apartment. And uh, I put a shelf up in the kitchen and I was like, I don't know, this feels a little sketchy because like the walls are just like drywall over paint over drywall, like, you know, like and uh, and and I I hate using the anchors because it's like, oh, my gosh, like sometimes like you're hammering into anchor and it just like it doesn't go in all the way and stuff. And you're just like, I'm just going to screw this in. And um, so anyways, uh, it's like two thirty in the morning and I hear a crash and I'm like, that's weird. And I go to the bathroom and I go check in the kitchen, expecting to hear, like, to see all this stuff all over the place. It's still up. I'm like, okay. I went back to bed and then I hear another, like, crash. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, so I, like, creep around, like, my apartment and I look out the peephole and there's, like, this guy sitting. Like, I'm, I'm in, like, in, uh, like, a second floor apartment thing. So there's this guy sitting across from my door, like, facing, like, I'm looking at the peephole and he's just sitting there. And I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty scary. And then um, eventually, like, I texted my man- maintenance guy because he lives below me, and he was out still. Um, and he was like, call. He called the cops, and so I was like, I, I, I say at the door, I'm like, cops are coming, and he must have been on drugs or something because he was just like moving very slowly. Didn't seem like he cared that the cops were coming, and then he just like walked downstairs mm. and sat in my courtyard, and like, which is like right in front of my window. So I like videotaped him. And, uh, eventually my maintenance dude comes with like a stick. He's like, get out of here. Like, you know, the cops are going to come and the guy's like, drop it. Like he's like going off. He sees the cops coming, he runs and, um, but he doesn't like run away from the cops. He could have easily gotten away, but he, he just like, 
I think was just on one and he got on top of a car and started like jumping on it and stuff. I got that on oh tape too. Oh my God. And eventually like the cop was like, gonna, he's like, I'm going to tase you if you don't like, like get your shit together. Yeah. And then she like arrested him. So he like broke a bunch of stuff. He was bleeding all over the place because he cut himself on glass and everything. So it was like, it was kind of like an ordeal. Um, and I had rehearsals in the morning and stuff. So I was just like, man, like, and it's because like the front door stays open. Like I'm like such a stickler about, I don't know if I told you in the past, but I just want that front door to lock. Like, you know, what's the point of keeping, having a door there if you're just going to like keep it open. It's just another like layer of security for the apartment. So I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. Cause when I've come to your other apartment in that same apartment complex, like I always had to wait for you to come grab me from that front door because it would be locked right because i even if they were to like know. break that front door it's like a, a way for us to hear somebody's like coming in and be like able because he was like trying to get into my door with a bike bike pump like he was banging on my door trying to get in and uh that's scary yeah so luckily we have a strong door uh things got cleaned up Sweet and door. hopefully we learn from our lessons but that's a little little drama in my neighborhood going on but geez louise well i'm Happy you guys are safe. Yeah, nothing, and to, nothing to worry about. But, um, but you know, it was, a, it was a. I think I might write a little scary story because, like, it's just so contained, and it was like, it was like every time I show someone the video, they're like, this, this seems like 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 a scary movie or something, you know? So, well, the way you were describing it sounded like a scary movie. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I was thinking about a movie like that a couple days ago, and then it happens to me, like. I was thinking about like, you know, those type of movies where like someone knocks on your door and they're like, they seem fine. And then it's just like, they're not, you they're know, not. but yeah. I look out the door <laughs> yeah. and I just see this dude just like sitting there and just like, it was eerie. And, you know, because he was on drugs, he was just like doing real crazy things with his like eyes and looking around and stuff and blood everywhere. I was just like, oh my God. So, uh, we're good. Uh, you know, we, we, we dealt with that, but anyways, why don't we get into what we do around here? A little lighter note, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause it's that time to talk about Bachelorette on our show. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, uh, before we get talking about the Bachelorette though, YouTube, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, oh man, huge shout out to you. Woo-wee. Air horns for ya. Uh, you know, we had to, uh, you know, make sure we shout out our comment crew as well, uh, because this is that point in the show where we do that. Uh, we got the Nancy Drew crew, the OG crew. Uh, uh, we got Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, Kathleen Kent, Marion SP. Returning into comments, we got Beth Wenger in the building. Wenger, Wenger. I, I forgot, I forgot, like how the pronunciation is again. So I got to go back and see, cause we got it right the first time I feel like, but I think you did it right. Beth Wenger, um, Wenger, Wenger, Wenger. I'm going to go with that. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, you know, we got, we got like the common crew back for, uh, you know, the new season of bachelorette. So we appreciate you guys getting live in there. Um, yeah. And, uh, we actually do have a, a comment of the week. Um, you can get a shout out, um, as well, or be, 
be comment of the week. All you got to do is leave a comment on the last video. And um, there we are just, you know, shouting you out on the show right here like we're doing right now. Um, this one comes to us from Chelsea Allen. Uh, she says, it's that time. Bachelor such bachelorette breakups got to be like real life in the sense not all of them are ugly. And I feel like in recent times, the narrative has been ugly breakups. Uh, mm. You know, I thought that was an interesting comment. What do you what do you think about like, you know, bachelor relationships and and how public they are and, you know, them, you know, when they break up, like how it goes down? What are your thoughts on everything? Yeah, I mean, so obviously, like the narrative we've been seeing this season is that it wasn't a really it wasn't like an ugly breakup between charity and zach from like when she was on his this, season this might also be referring it, to like i think we were talking about uh uh who broke up last week uh in 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 real life uh like you know uh, you know like we got us uh who broke up last week man it, uh, <laughs> it wasn't last but I'm thinking of Brandon and Serena. Oh, no, I think we were talking weeks. about um, maybe uh, like Pilot P and uh, all them like moving and Kelly on and stuff. And, you know, Serena and um, or Serene and uh, what's his Brandon. name? So like these like they were like just public breakups. It could be any of these uh, bachelor couples, but also like the breakups, I guess. And I think that she might be talking about like the breakups from the last season of the bachelor and bachelorette. Mm -hmm. But in general, I think, I think it all kind of like is an interesting thing. Like, you know, we saw with like Rachel and Gabby's season and stuff like how that went down, you know, what are your thoughts from that to like, you know, how we're doing to this? Yeah. Well, cause like, yeah, I feel like it definitely was like the narrative was like, you know, Clayton did them so dirty for like, uh, Gabby and Rachel, hence like why they were both bachelorettes. It was like they both got the redemption because that's what they were trying to get and like whatever. And I feel like for Charity, she's doing this. It just feels like it's not more like it's not driven as much as like by a vendetta for getting back at like a previous situation because I feel like she's grown so much and she talks about that a lot from like being in a situation of being cheated on so much and then you know, feeling able to be open up to finding love and stuff more through her process with Zach. And I feel like she's doing this for herself. And I think that is great. And it's not not along the same lines as like, I feel like sometimes in real life and in Bachelor Nation, where people are like kind of like revenge dating, like they're almost like trying to get into a relationship because they felt like so slighted from their last breakup or like that, like, you know, kind of like an, a, a rebound on steroids almost, I feel like is what some of these seasons can be portrayed as. Um, so I think it's, uh, I think it's definitely, it's good to see kind of like that real life mix of how not like as Chelsea Allen saying this, like not all breakups are ugly. Some of them definitely, it's just like we weren't each other's person or, this wasn't the right time or, you know, things happen like similar with, I guess, with Brandon and Serene, that wasn't like a super, we don't know much details about it. Like it wasn't a super ugly breakup in the sense that 
we didn't get much out of it and like we wouldn't have known why they really broke up it seems yeah and, pretty, and you know it like, seems like there's been some st- stuff recently that might be all like maybe brandon cheated maybe yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever so i don't know yeah i mean regardless though even when people end up like not being together it doesn't mean that there wasn't some type of like very strong care and connection you know that doesn't just go away um so right. And I also think like, you know, when it came to like how they were going at Clayton so negatively, I think it affected them Mm -hmm. like, you know, in their season and and it affected. Yeah, because that's not a good look on them either. Yeah. And it it affected Clayton, you know, in a very bad way. You know, you can see even to now that like he's been dealing with like his whole like stint as The Bachelor. Not look, it's like, you know, Zach didn't like made, you know, mistakes just like Clayton did but why does he get to like ride off into sunset you know what I'm saying um right it, it's just it's just one of those things so I I do appreciate charity taking the high road every time she speaks of it it's like you know he just wasn't my person but you know she always says something nice you know so right. uh yeah I thought that was an interesting comment uh so uh shout out to uh Chelsea Allen for sending that in um uh, and you can get the comment of the week. Just, you know, give us a comment that gets us talking about something, get some thought provoking stuff in the comments below. Shout out to y'all. Um, well, V, why don't we get into our recap of uh, Charity's season 20, week two? Uh, you know, this was an interesting episode, I thought. What was your thoughts like, initial thoughts of the whole thing? Initial thoughts were, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I knew that because we've got so many dudes, we were going to get probably a couple of group dates. I was interested by the layout that we got of the the date structure, honestly. And I was just like, you know, I was waiting to see what who was going to start the drama, I guess. So I was uh, interested to see who kind of came to the forefront and who didn't this yeah. week i guess um so. you know uh so it start we start off with uh, uh with uh aaron b getting the one-on-one date uh you know he seems like a great guy um what what did they end up doing so i feel like in typical like i feel like they do this like early on or where there's at least a lot of people the the girl gets a cool car and pulls up to the mansion and takes them out and like they're all like ooh and like all the dudes are definitely like jealous but i also thought it was cute because i felt like a lot of them were all like they look really nice together <laughs> like yeah yeah like, i heard that several times like was it the same person saying it? it's like damn they actually do look great together like i was like they come back from commercial <laughs> break and they're like damn it, they look great together. Like, I'm like, geez, all right. Like, you know. <laughs> I know. Like, and and honestly, they're all like, it's pretty hot that she's the one driving and like, blah, 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 like whatever. So, uh, you know, definitely that's always a, a classic bachelorette move where they have the girl pulling up in some nice car that the dudes are all going to be jealous of and whoever gets to go, you know, gets to be the one. Mm-hmm. And so they're driving through L.A., through Hollywood, and they get to go and, like, they look at the the Hollywood sign from afar at first, and then they kind of, they get to finesse their way, like, to be right at the sign because I guess it's the uh, 100th anniversary of the Hollywood um, sign. And so, you know, Charity saying that as representative of, like, how long she wants a love to last like she wants it to be like a century long love kind of um idea and so i thought it was it was a cute date honestly they seem to have a lot of chemistry they actually seem to have a lot in common 
They're both from military families. They talked a lot about, about like, you know, their Saturday chores kind of vibe in the house. Um, and they just both seem like they really felt super comfortable and stuff with each other. Like they both seemed like giddy, but not like anxious giddy, just like very much so like they were happy to be together and that they just like mesh. And I, I thought that was, I thought that was nice. And I loved that Aaron finally admitted to having a two-sided, a double-sided coin because I was like, we can't keep pulling out the coin. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He was like, just choosing his own luck. He's like, if I get heads, we go to bed. Uh, you know, it's like, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I was seeing the memes are so funny now. Like, like with the counts that like, they do all, great. uh, they're like, you know, charity acting surprised that it was not a fake coin. Like, come on. We all, we all knew yeah. it was fake. She was like, Oh really? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> may the odds be forever in your favor. Um, so yeah, she, she probably knew, but he was just like, I can't keep yeah, it was corny, so he. I'm glad he gave it up right away. Um, you know, yeah, it's a it's a cool date, like you know, overall. Um, but I don't know, like I, I, it was kind of like a like a slow start to the episode for me. I, I don't know if it's just great I, great dates or like slow starts for me. I want to see like action. You want to see the drama? Yeah, that's you what I'm here it? for. <laughs> I I get it. I, that's why I was also confused that we started off with like the one on one date like that. Um, and I I mean I thought it was like it was a very wholesome start to the episode. It was definitely charity deserves you know, that. Like you know I I give yeah. it a pass because like they're they're rolling out the red carpet for charity and I'm here for right. that. But uh, as a well, viewer, I'm just like eh. yeah. Well, because it was her first date. And I think, you know, she did deserve, as you said, she deserved a good, solid first date. And I thought that that is what this was. Like, they definitely got vulnerable at their little dinner at the L.A. theater. I think that's where it was. And they got a performance by Lauren Elena, who is a country artist who actually, like, I sort of do know of her. So not as, like, I've actually met her some before. Of them like, uh, she's awesome. She's super talented, too. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, it was nice to see her. I've really thought, I, I'm sure Charity likes country music. She just seems like that type of person, but I know, but they talked about R and B and stuff. Come on. I'm like, can we, we get an R and B What is going on? on? I just don't understand. Like, do they have some like deal with like country music? Like, I don't understand. That was so off putting to me too. I don't know. I was just expecting like, you can't get like, like even like a black country artist, like we got those now. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like, like give us like a soulful black. Like yeah, it is. It is kind of like getting to the point where it's all like, when are we gonna get like? We have these beautiful black leads, and we're not getting like they are literally talking about the music they enjoy being R and B, even old school R and B. We could easily find somebody who's maybe even not super big or whatever. And just like that has that sound. I don't, I don't see to me. It's like, kind of like, are they even trying? Cause it feels like they're not. Yeah. And I know like, like, I think it just you seems like a com- be on the show. It seems like a conversation that would happen. Like, you know, like, I, like if me and you were producing the bachelor, like how could that not come up? Be like, guys, what? <laughs> like we can't get like, anybody in here like you know a summer walker or somebody like you know singing some r&b stuff uh SZA, can we get SZA in here like that'd be amazing i know like i mean it, it SZA would be I'm the perfect sure person to... right 
I'm pretty sure you have to pay to be on the show and it's like to help promote whatever you've got. Cause like Lauren Elena has a new single out. Yeah. So that's why she's on. But, uh, I, so, I mean, I could see it maybe, I, but I could see it being an incentive to people. I, I don't know, whatever. All in all, great first date. Aaron B gets the rose. He's all the dudes are like, damn, he's been gone all day. And they're starting. This is like when the wheels start turning for the other contestants is like what actually seeing the length of these dates and seeing people gone, seeing them come back and being like, hey, um, but they get their their first group date card and it's they're doing, I guess, two two group dates this episode, which they didn't really did they ever show us the second group date card? I don't um, think they did. No, because I no, they didn't. They were just like, we're going to the beach. They just were like, here's who's here. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm You're usually the one that's like on those points, but I watched it really late right, last well, night. Uh, But anyway, so they get their first one and the first group day card and it's got, you know, some of the, some of the main players, I will say that some of the main people that we've been tracking from the first episode and it, it just says sun's out, buns out charity. And they go to the beach and at first everything's low key. They're just, you know, playing some cornhole or bags as I call it. They're playing like other games. They're just hanging out. Everybody's like vibing off of each other. They're like, you know, I'll get my time with charity. This is all about like showing how we interact, showing how like, you know, that I'm there for her, blah, blah, blah. And then Jesse comes strolling up the beach in a full ass blazer and jeans and I'm like, you look so out of place. And he's and he's like, hey, boys. And they're all like, whoa, what are you doing here, Jesse? Um, and this is after he like already had given them like the day cards and stuff like that. And he's already I feel like Jesse's got a better vibe with these dudes. Like he uh, kind of made fun of Brayden for Brayden's like tablecloth scarf with the dangly earrings with the like he's wearing like he's wearing too many accessories. I need him to like take one off. Yeah, like, choose, it's like, you know, one. like it's very unfortunate. Like my my thoughts on Brayden from this up ep- from last episode to this episode. What I thought was cool before is like actually corny this episode. Like it's like, dude, you're trying right. too hard. Like, you know, he it's, is trying too hard. Yeah. And like, uh, pick a lane. You're yeah. wearing the glasses. You've got the bun. You've got the scarf. You've got the like jewelry everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, take one accessory off. Right. Just one. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he's feeling himself too much. Uh, but yes. He is, and that's even what Jesse said. Jesse said, Brayden got the first impression rose and said, fuck it. That's literally <laughs> the joke that Jesse yeah. says. And yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's enough for like, you know, Jesse to be like, what do you got on, bro? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so yeah, they're, they're playing some dodgeball. This is another thing where I'm like, what is the point of having this other like judge? You know, why can't it just be Jesse and Charity? Like, why do they need to have this other judge that says nothing? I know. Well, especially because a lot of times they, when they do have another one, they do like add to the comedy the to the whole like the yeah, bit and do, this do like a, a comedian like a, a very popular actor funny actor or something like that who is this person yeah i don't know she was she's a well-known i guess news broadcast or sports broadcaster in la but i'm like it Mistake doesn't do two. a lot for me yeah 
But uh, uh, so it's their fourth annual dodgeball, which I like as I was watching, like they better show a montage. And they did. They showed a montage. It starts with Desiree and her one. Then they show Becca's dodgeball situation. And then they show the infamous Claire strip dodgeball situation that included the whole confrontation between her and Yosef and Yosef being all like, my daughter could be watching like, blah, blah, blah. How dare you? And then, you know, they, we still have all these dudes in teeny tiny little speedos. Um, in it Aaron is kind S, of ridiculous, which I man. Wonder if, you know, like they, huh? it, it is kind of a little ridiculous though. Like I, I, as a, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel as a woman, but like as a man, I'm like, I, I, it's like they're making them shave their pubes and stuff for this. This is wild. Well, I see him. I see him like trimming shit up, which I don't know if that was them. Maybe they felt like they should because they just were wearing so little. But also, like, I can't tell the weather throughout this entire episode because the outfits that everybody at one point people are in the pool at another point people are in turtlenecks I don't know what's happening <laughs> but then we see at the end that it is cold out so like they're like in little speedos as this wind is whipping around them and they're all like you know freezing their little booties off yeah I mean I feel like but, the weather has been crazy everywhere this year but specifically California I hear a lot like it's cold there I mean, obviously, last episode, we got a lot of rain. It looked like they were shivering at one point and stuff. So um, it's probably wild weather. But when the sun's out, it's probably nice enough to jump into pool. But, yeah, it's all over the place, I'm sure. Right. Um, so they even, you know, have Aaron S. make the Yosef joke, which I wonder if he was fed that. He was definitely fed actually- that. Like, I've, I've, I recap this stuff, and I wouldn't even been able to. <laughs> pull that joke out yeah, like, i mean you know, it, it was kind of funny it was funny um, it's like we're here he's saying it like he was yusuf and and yosef's daughter is at home <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just so random that it was it was pretty funny um, it was good it was good uh it was it was good for people like you know us or other big bachelor nation folks but um uh it's pink versus green team it's best of five pink team ends up winning but there can always be an MVP picked from either team. And I really think it should have been wrestler Caleb because he was out there doing his all. He was, you know, really holding his green team up and Aiden only got like only really sealed the deal in the last game. And he probably wouldn't have even gotten to that position if it weren't for wrestler Caleb. But alas, uh, Aiden does get the MVP and he gets to go to the after party. I thought it was Adrian. Is it Adrian or I th- Aiden? I think it was Adrian. I don't know. Like we should look that up. It's probably Adrian. Yeah, I was gonna say. I could. But um, it, yeah, it Adrian. Is. Adrian ends up. You know, he starts bubbling up. Like you know, you could tell that they're they're from the beginning of the show that you know he would. I think there was like in like they're yeah, like Adrian this week on The Bachelor. Like they had him talking about the spring break thing, and I thought it was him that was saying that he's on spring break and he was going to get in trouble. But so they already had Adrian in there, like, you know, um, as kind of like the, the shitster. He's the guy that's like bringing up other people in conversations to, to, um, the lead, which we, we don't recommend at all, but, um, no, we don't. And he definitely has like kind of that, um, that superiority complex to him. Yeah, he thinks he's he better thinks, than everyone because he has a daughter and like, you know, he's like. And that he's older. He's like, some of these guys are just, you know. 
Which it's kind of like, it almost feels like the opposite though. It's like, if you have a daughter, then no, like it doesn't mean that you can't be there, but don't use that as like, you're better than everyone because you're away from your daughter to do this experience. It's like, no, dude, you had a daughter. Like you actually should be at home probably with your daughter. Like, you know, um, so don't bring that up as like, you're better than everyone. You know, I get it, but, uh, it was just kind of rubbing me the wrong way. And, um, but he, it was funny. Like he definitely was the one when they were like, you got to get in speedos. He's holding up the pink speedo. He's like, yo, my people at home are going to be like, what is going on, man? Like, and I totally understand that. Like, right. you know, like, you know, there's just like right. a, a certain types of people that are just like, damn dog. Like you put on pink speedos. Like, you know, Hey, yo. Um, but you know, <laughs> hey, the, yo. the funny part, that was the closest that the bachelor actually gets to an AO moment. Cause like they really embrace like, um, like bros being bros and the, you know, like whatever, like the jokes are not like, yo, you're, you know, you're gay. Like if you make these type of jokes on that show, it's like embraced and it's actually funny and I enjoy that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it's, it was good, but I mean, good for charity. You know, she's, she's starting episode two with like, you know, picking strong black men, you know, over all the other contestants and stuff. So I can appreciate that actually, as opposed to other seasons where it's just like, you get your typical dudes getting picked out every time so um right I, I can i can also appreciate her choices um so yeah i mean uh that kind of starts like a thing between like brayden and adrian as it goes on they they end up winning that after party right yeah so and they're there and and brayden definitely is brayden much like Adrian, who's also running his mouth in different ways, Brayden is like running his mouth when it's all of them dudes sitting together being all like, you know, man, I just I wouldn't have picked you for MVP, bro. Like, blah, 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 like all this and that. And I'm like, you can think that. But like, I don't, I was afraid that Brayden was going to bring it up to charity because like in his little confessional interviews, it, that's sort of the vibe I was getting that he was going to be all like, you know, I just feel like it's not fair and I should let her know and like whatever. And I'm like, why, why, why would you do that? Don't do that. Like, that's just like asking for trouble. And I feel like he still sort of asked for trouble because of that whole conversation. And it was just a lot of bros and dudes and homies being thrown around in like sort of condescending ways, which I feel like happens later in this episode too. Um, and I just, I'm also, but like, as we were saying, I'm also sick of the whole idea of like, then how Adrian was saying to charity being all like, you know, I just don't know if people are really here for relationships or if they're here for spring break or if they're here, like for whatever. And I'm, I'm sick of the idea of just because people are younger that they're not there for or, a or because they're not like serious like do i want to be in a relationship with a person like adrian who's like can't have fun on like you know when i'm not around and stuff like come on give me a right, break exactly which which is what Braden does say is to like be all like you know i i'm a i like to have fun i like to do whatever like i don't want to have to like i'm about like you know doing things for fun and whatever like i don't want it to be always serious but Neither of them really went out in this situation because John ends up getting the uh, gets the group date rose because he just sort of he's a dark horse. I like John. I think he's a cute. Dude. I think I said I think, I, I, think I said that about him last episode. Him being the yeah, dark horse. I like. 
I like John a lot. I think he's nerd. He came off as nerdy as first, and Charity was all like, he really showed a different side of him. He was like willing to go out there and like kind of get in it and like really prove himself and do all these things. And he just like says the right things to her. Like, yeah, he's and just, he also like, asked for the kiss. Like you know, he was like, so I, I kind of want to kiss, right? Like that's what she was impressed with. Like him being that forward. It's like all right, right, get, yeah. So and also it's 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 cool. she likes she likes her. No, I was going to say, like, she's settling yeah, she into the bachelorette role and, like, you know, looks comfortable making out with multiple dudes and stuff at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. As we'll get to. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, I think uh, you're right. I think he is a dark horse. We'll see what happens. There's a couple of people that I would like were popping up this episode still like, who's that guy? But also like, oh, that could be a, like a crazy contender. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so good for John. Yeah. He definitely... Uh, stayed out of the drama and uh, you know that worked out for him so our next group date which we get no real group date card or you know recognition for moving into we just are there um, includes Gabby and Rachel and they kind of meet up with Charity in this park and they they're all like we're gonna make you figure out stuff with your chemistry with these dudes blah 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 and sets them up on this stage and is like, and you're going to break, like, you're going to try to break the longest kiss record in Bachelor Nation history, which uh, seems like a surprise to charity as well. It is a surprise to charity as well. And um, they, you know, show Bachelor Nation golden boy Sean Lowe being the one to set the record originally with like three minutes and 20 some seconds for the kiss. Uh, and... Then they start going through these questions of these dudes. I, I just want to kind of touch on on uh, Rachel and Gabby being there. I don't know. Yeah. It felt weird. Like, it, it's almost like, I don't know. Like, I guess their personalities in the franchise, but it's like they literally just went through their season and both of them are single. Like, you know. I, right. I, I don't know. It just it seems like. Right. And like. Off for me. Charity's, Charity's like. Well, they can like they've been on this side of the process, so they get it. But I'm like, yeah, they do. But like, they're also not success stories. But most people aren't. Tbh. I mean, I would but, be more accepting uh, if it was just Gabby. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, Gabby seemed like she was the one kind of running, like, you know, the energy and stuff. Like her personality, I feel like, you know, is a good oh, host. Yeah. But and and you know, she had her stint on Dancing with the Stars and stuff, so she has like some longevity there with with audience. But Rachel being there, like, it just felt like. I don't know, you know, no offense to them, but I feel like, I feel like they definitely have them packaged together as like, you know, they were bachelorettes together. We're going to do, and like they are, they do have a good friendship. So I could see just, I think they bounce off of each other well, but cause like, I feel like Gabby definitely was like the more like, get it in, like go for it. Like she had more of that energy where Rachel was all like, Ooh, like I felt like they brought semi different energy to the thing I also but feel yeah, like they're, really... they're they're running out of people to put in those positions. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? The company people, like the people that are like, you know, what happened to Taisha? What happened to, you know, uh, Caitlin? You know, these people that like would be probably great people to have there. Like, are they trying to make them right. the new duo, like for a hosting thing or whatever? I don't know, but it just seemed off. And I don't know. I think I wonder like how Bachelor Nation is deal. I mean. Seemingly, they might be burning some bridges with some of these other former contestants just based on the whole Bachelor Happy Hour stuff and 
whatever. So uh, I wonder if that is why they're, yeah, they're, they're, their their list is getting shorter and shorter of who is going to be kind of those people on the show. Yeah. But uh, they definitely, I mean, the main, the main couple of guys on this date that I would really say I had eyes on would be obviously Joey and then Warwick, honestly, surprisingly. I just feel like Warwick is also sort of like a dark horse type. He seems really sweet, really smart, definitely there for the right reasons. And, um... He, uh, he, you know, was proving how he's a sweet, thoughtful dude. So like they have all these different questions about like, you know, what makes a good kiss? What's like this? Like what would, you know, what's sexy about charity? Where do you put your hand during a kiss and that type of stuff? Yeah. Which is, I thought they all had pretty good answers for the different things. And I loved that charity did her little like PowerPoint of what like she likes in a kiss. I thought that was very cute. Um, and, and you could tell, like, you could tell Charity just based on like the interactions we've seen with her thus far and like her makeouts thus far, like she is a kisser. She likes, uh, she likes a makeout. She's a makeout queen. So, yeah, but you know, Joey, Joey, like, uh, knew, what is they, what do they say? Knew the mission or he knew the assignment. He knew the assignment. He understood the assignment. He, he, he understood the assignment. Yeah, he understood the assignment. That that's kind of like what I I thought uh, was kind of the theme of of this date for Joey because he went in there eye contact, which is like like important in Big. any situation. He was just looking at Charity the whole time. She was feeling it. She was like. You know, like it could also come off creepy or like uncomfortable, but she was like, but she like felt the sexual energy. Yeah. She was it. like, it felt like it she, was just me and Joey there. And then Joey yeah. kills it when he gets up there at that last question of like, what's like your best, like kissing memory or whatever it was. And he just yeah, starts best talk- or worst kiss. Yeah. He starts like manifesting the moment, dude. That was, I'm getting kind of sh- shivers thinking about it right now. I don't know why. It but. was smart. It was, he, that is a smart way. Like, I hate calling it like playing the game, but like, that was a smart way to, you know, differentiate yourself and to really show that like you, because he even said how he knew he wanted to like, he missed out on a kiss from their first night. Like he felt it and like got nervous and didn't do it. So he's all like, this is a do or die moment for me now. Yeah. Like and, I gotta, I gotta and, do it. And I feel like, uh, I, I mean, I could feel the other guys being like, uh, damn it. Like, you don't say that was such a good answer. I just, I just felt yeah. like they were all just like, no, like, you know, this is, oh, we we're sitting here talking about other women and he just made it about charity, you know? And, and I was just like, so yeah. good, so good. Um, I'm loving, uh, this is week two with another moment where I was just like, yes. And, um, you know, obviously Joey ends up winning that, you know? And all the guys just have to sit there and watch these guys make out for like four minutes and, and Gabby's going off on the microphone like, oh my God, like they're still going. <laughs> my and- mouth hurts just watching them. <laughs> And the guys just have to stare. Like, what is this, dude? This is wild. Uh, and they got the clock. <laughs> well, and then and then it's crazy because then, like, it isn't even like they get to then enjoy the after party. It's all like you guys are going home. Now it's a one-on-one date with Joey. Like, so it is like it. It does kind of suck that that's what happened to them. Yeah, and honestly, and you know what's funny? Uh, the jo- one of the jokes that came out of it that was hilarious was I think it was Sean. He was like. He's like, dude, you've made out with her longer than I've talked to her. 
Brutal. Yeah, he's like, he hasn't even gotten like a chance to talk to her. He's like, you've made out with her longer than I've had a chance to talk to her. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that ends up happening. Joey just seems like a very sweet person. He's a short king, but Joey seems. But you know, yeah, he a short king. <laughs> I think short in this in this situation is still like five eleven. I think some of these dudes are literally all like six four. Like right. it's crazy, right? Um, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like her and Joey are vibing. They have like their little one-on-one date and they definitely like there is huge chemistry. They really do like each other. And I feel like they are, you know, he sees the moment correctly and everything. And meanwhile, the back the rest of the dudes get back to the house and people are like, Where's Joey? What the hell? And they kind of explain it. And like, you know, they do say how like it kind of sucked to watch them make out, but they're all like, all in all, it was a fun date. To, like, get to know Charity more. Like, you know, we got that fun interaction and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Brayden is going off being all, like, this is so disrespectful. How could she, like, I can't believe, like, how, like, I can't, I would never think that was, like, even any ounce of fun or, like, whatever. He's, like, going off and off. Didn't he say that was, like, classless? You And, and yeah. And, and, and you know, it kind of, it's kind of crazy how this episode worked out because, yeah, Joey gets the one-on-one. Like, that's a cool format for, like, winning a date and that person gets a one-on-one yeah. without, like, getting the card and stuff. But to go back to the Yosef stuff, like, the Yusuf stuff, like, that's kind of what he did. Like, he wasn't even on that date and he was talking about the date you know what i'm saying so it was right. just it's interesting exact, brayden's pulling a yosef yeah it, it was just very interesting that he gets brought up in this episode and he's pulling like a yosef move so um yeah and 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 brayden's just like on a high horse at this point you know he's he really he really is he's on a high horse and he's like going off saying threatening to pack his bags he's like i don't know if i can i don't know if there's someone i want to be in a relationship with which is like totally like on this show, I get it, like, you're in you're in it and stuff, but, like, how can you really fully think that, like, Charity is maliciously going out to do this? Like, how – she literally did not know what was going to happen on this date. Like, to me, I think that's what's the craziest part of it is that he's, like, holding this against her and, like – Yeah, it's because – uh, it's, it's because he's, he's overconfident, you know? It, it is actually, like, like – what her brother was saying about him, you know, last episode. So that's why you have to give things a little time because like, even someone like me will be like, I love that move. And then it's like, uh, like a couple days later, you're like, ah, no, now we see how that was like problematic and stuff. And, um, this guy just thinks he's the shit. Like he thinks that like he's already won. And, uh, and that's definitely not the case, especially this. So that's why he's taking it as a personal slight against him. Cause he's like, how dare you? When I'm the winner, yeah, like, it's completely like, like like not even self aware. Like to be that you're com- you're coming off this strong, like you have this much confidence. Like it's it's unrealistic that you're like I gotta pack my bags. Yeah, like, like she's gonna be like, see ya. I got like fifteen other. People. I got nineteen <laughs> other fucking yeah, dudes. 20, whatever. Yeah. So um yeah, Braden was kind of like falling off on me on on this. So um what ends up happening next? So then they uh, they get instead of like Jesse comes in and he's all like, you guys don't have a cocktail party today. And they're like, Ugh. and he's like, because we have a barbecue instead. Get ready. Charity's on her way. And they're like, yeah, which I do like that aspect of where it's a little chiller. I think the dudes tend to like that aspect, too. 
where it's just more about like, let's just chill, which I thought it was cute. All of them picking out their little like barbecue outfits <laughs> and they're all like, does this say like chill barbecue? And they're like, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's going to be me <laughs> after the recording this pod for our 4th of July party that we're going to. I'm going to be like, Ooh, what am I wearing? <laughs> oh. yeah, like, is this like, um, yeah. but no, I thought it was cute. And I definitely think it like adds a definitely more, chilled out version to a cocktail party where people are able to interact everybody it feels more homey than mm. just like them like freaking out over a cocktail party but right. once again adrian decides to keep pushing this whole you know some people are here for this spring break thing blah 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 he kind of keeps running that meanwhile brayden goes and like confronts charity about the whole thing and he does boldly say I questioned your character which uh I thought was a bold fucking move <laughs> like I just I yeah. don't know yeah where he I gets mean off. I feel like charity is still not like and that kind of goes to like a plus for charity is her not being like I'm the bachelorette what'd you say to me type stuff like she's like welcoming it and I kind of appreciate that actually you know like like yeah, if, it's, she was- if this was Rachel like, you don't say she'd be like, uh, you're questioning my character. Like, you know, it would have been a whole different yeah. thing. She definitely she took it. She took it with grace. I thought like she was like, you know, I want you to feel vulnerable with me. I want you to be able to tell me how you're feeling, blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously. And like she kind of explained more about the date being all like, obviously, I did what I was doing. on. Like, I don't want. I think like, I think she was also him. reflecting as her time as a contestant and on The Bachelor. Like you know, it's like right. I remember feeling like this as well. Like you know, like I, I th- yeah. That, that's what makes her a good lead. Um, and she even said that to him. She like she like you know kind of talked him down, and he explains how he was feeling, and like that seems to be a pretty positive interaction between them. But that's also because Brayden, meanwhile, in his little like interviews. It was coming off way hotter than he approached her, which for the best. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the whole threatening multiple times to pack his bags is not going to help him. Uh, to be honest, he's like a producer's dream, actually. Like, you know, oh, it, he's yeah. he's given this content for like, you know, the confessional type style stuff. But then like, you know, it's 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 really building him up to be the villain. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, so he, he gets a pass there. But. Um, I think right after that, I think uh, Adrian is like one of the last people to meet with her. And and he kind of like kind of keeps he's we've seen this in seasons past where it's like someone just can't keep their mouth shut and it ruins it it, it makes the lead feel, you know, uncomfortable and they don't want to like be all fun anymore because there's always somebody who takes it upon themselves to be they think that they're being like a martyr for like being all like, you know. I'm going to be you know, honest. I, I'm going to tell her everything that I know. Like, you know, I like I want to be the martyr because like I want it because it's like a weird their own agenda to then show how they're better. Yeah. Once again, the superiority complex to be all like, I'm not like this, but I got to let you know who is mm-hmm. like even if like because people I think they inherently know that that isn't a good look to be talking about people. But like at the same time, they're like, but maybe I'll come out on top. And he kind of, you know, he brings up the whole he continues the whole spring break mentality conversation and then brings up how, you know, Brayden was saying how she was classless 
for that whole kissing day. And she's all like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, obviously. This is a different story. This is not what I heard from Brayden. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Adrian is is, uh, threatened by Brayden. So, like, it's coming to this point of them, you know, kind of, like, coming head to head on that. Um, So, you know, she kind of leaves being, like, you know, not happy or something. Like, she, like, kind of says something to them again. She just. Yeah, she she gets upset because she's all like, who do I believe? Because I like both of them. And like I'm hearing completely different takes to the story now. Um, And so she just kind of dips. Jesse comes out and is like, see you hoes at the rose ceremony. Uh, Charity has some things to think about. Good luck to you. Um, And I saw from Twitter that there was pictures of her talking with Xavier on this. Xavier seems like a front runner for sure, but we just haven't seen a ton of him. And I guess she got a good combo in with Xavier at this barbecue party, but they didn't show us that, which I'm like, I would have loved to see that. I didn't need to see more and more of Adrian putting his foot in his, in his mouth, but whatever. It's what Um, made, it's what made the rose ceremony dramatic. This episode, you know, they showed the stuff that made that and, and they got it at the last second. So I, I mean, the whole bro ceremony, you know, Brayden gets picked last, which is like building up to like, is he going to go home or, or whatever? And, and, you know, you could tell that Charity actually really likes him. She's all like, breathe. You know, he can, he, he's obviously nervous about, you know, being picked last and stuff. But, um, I, this is going to get brought up in the next episode. You know, it, it's not finished. Like the conversation will, yeah, she, do they get a one on one? It looks like. To s- Go. What? No, I was gonna say, do they get a one-on-one? You think next episode, and that's where she's gonna. I think they, I think they do, and I think she's using that to see if like he's really gonna trust her and the process, and you know, her like to see like if she can get more out of him in that situation because I could tell she really likes him, but she also is not gonna put up with the tomfoolery and if he's going to continue with the tomfoolery and not trusting her. I think that's the big thing is that she's all like afraid that this man is out here not believing in who she is to him, which I don't think is fair at all because she's only been truth like to him, like, you know, the whole time. And he's the one who potentially is not being totally, uh, you know, I feel like it's a good setup. It feels like a good setup for a two on one, you know, let's get that. Cause they were both talking about getting both of them out of there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, put them up. I I think that that was the vibe I was getting. Cause like I could definitely, I, I realized I kind of got the feeling for this rose ceremony. If one of them didn't go, they both weren't going to go. But if one of them went, both of them would have went because I just, yeah, I don't think you can reward either or, you know, punish either without the other i think they would have to it's a, it, at that point yeah it becomes like a package deal so that's why i feel like if if one of them's still around for more time after like potentially brayden's one-on-one date and stuff like that then i think that's when decisions like that have to be made yeah um so yeah i mean anything else really come out of uh previews for next week um I'm trying to remember what, uh, cause it looks like Brayden gets a one-on-one date. 
It looks like they get the Barbie date next week. And uh, it looks like Caleb, wrestler Caleb, is going to show off his singing chops. He was belted into that microphone. So I'm intrigued. I think, you know, I like when I first saw him in the like picture, like the cast pictures and stuff like that, I was like, he's going home week one. He's like just a bit. But honestly, he has a leg to stand on. He seems like a really good guy. Like he really is. Uh, you know, doing the most for charity and also not really being too involved in the drama. So, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see. You would think, like, you know, with him not getting picked for MVP, he might like feel some type of way and and that be causing a. He's just disappointed. Yeah, like, I mean, who wouldn't be? Uh, you know, giving your all and stuff. So, um, yeah. So that's week two. Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, do I mean? Uh, do we have any other Bachelor Nation news, or are we just calling it with this? I episode? didn't find any, but what about our MVP and LVPs oh, of the MVP, week? Oh, MVP, LVP. So I, uh, I mean, my MVP this week obviously goes to Joey. Uh, you know, mm. getting to start. He, I mean, that's that's he's part of history now with the longest makeout. Yeah. Uh, so, and I really just liked his moves. Like those were just like solid moves. Uh, and when you're when you're playing with other guys and everyone's like trying to show their their riz uh he had the most riz stop it yeah sorry we were just trying to keep up with the kids um he had the most riz (laughs) so and then obviously my like you know we could both probably agree the lvp of the week is brayden you know uh, brayden i put brayden and adrian as my lvp because i both picked one but yeah i i both think they were going about shit the wrong way and i i think they both because I would have almost been okay with if they both went home. Yeah. Uh, but I know for the nature of the show, we need them for at least another week or so to, for the drama. Totally. But um, and my my MVP went to John just because I think he's such a sweetie and I really like him and I think he is doing the right things. Like he's you know moving like a G in lasagna. He's just. Making moves. Yeah. I feel like they should, for a name like John, give him some type of letter or... Because there was like... was it? Oh, wasn't there like a John Henry or something like that? I'm like, that's a cool... There is a John Henry. I'm like, that's a cool Did name. Did he go home though this week? I think he went home. I don't know. But like they showed John Henry and I was like, that's a cool name. You know? Uh, just giving a guy named John, it's just like, I don't think it's serving him on television. Well, uh, I know. But I think, I think that's now sort of his thing. He seems like just a plain... Plain John. Plain John would be a great name. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, do you do? You, what do you think about the makeout? What would you think about Braden and Adrian drama this week? You know, uh, would you feel comfortable shaving your pubes for a competition? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like that would just be done maybe beforehand if you're going to the beach. But nope, they had a whole station for it and clippers. I, I wonder how many they had. Um, but anyways, I'm just like going down a rabbit hole in my mind. But let me know your thoughts. Uh, manscaping on manscaping. Uh, so, guys, uh, we'll see you next week with week three uh, and happy 4th of July. V, why don't we get into what we like to do around here called Quick Hits. What do we got? Yes, so Joseph Padot Padot, who is known for, uh, you know, he was the one who helped market it and was the entrepreneur for Chia Pets and The Clapper. Um, He died this past week at 91, uh, you know, a legend amongst us. He 
is actually from my neck of the woods. He's from the Chicago area. He went to U of I uh, in Urbana-Champaign. So you know, I hope they make. We lost a. I hope they make one of those movies about him because that's interesting as hell. Like you know, the clapper. Like look at us now with like Amazon Alexa and all this different stuff. Like yeah, you know that that was like ahead of its time. Like I still sometimes will be like, like Alexa, turn on the light and pretend to clap and it turns on like almost the clapping thing would be like cool and then the chia pet you know it was just one thing and then you could put a plant in in anything <laughs> like they, they made so many different then, versions of chia pets and people marketed them and like you got like license deals for like different like for, characters like, Disney and, stuff. and like you know all these different things so um so you know if they're making a movie about hot cheetos i would definitely want to see one about the chia pet like you know so they're uh, making a movie about hot Cheetos. It's already out. Yeah, they've like the creation of. I think it's fake, but like they're supposed to be like a what the story behind how the hot Cheetos like came along and stuff. But oh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyways. anyways, sad news next. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert De Niro. He, I guess he's just gonna be a mainstay of news recently, just because of like having a kid and whatever. But his uh, grandson. Leo Leandro De Niro Rodriguez has died at only 19, which is really sad. I don't really think um, there's any real, uh, there's no details about, you know, his cause of death or anything like that, which, uh, you know, is sad for sure. Definitely um, sad to sad to have somebody in your family that young pass away. So um, totally. Rest thoughts in peace. to their family. Um, what else we got? Travis Scott, uh, has been, won't be indicted for any of his charges for the Astral World concert tragedy that killed 10 people. Um, so I guess the grand jury's decision was no bill, meaning to not proceed with criminal charges based on the evidence it heard. The, the six individuals on all counts arrived nearly 20 months after the festival, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, they so he's pretty much going going clean. He still has many lawsuits that he is facing from that whole incident. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't with think any he could actually come back from this. Like I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, know. I know he still it, has fans, but <clears throat> there's always going to be like a majority of people being like, ten people died at your concert, like you know, because yeah, I mean, and they'll have their opinions on it. But I guess this. Right. Kind of like, you know, sets the law for it. Um, anything else for quick hits? Well, Pete Davidson is uh, in rehab because he's been struggling with personality disorder, like borderline personality disorder, PTSD, et cetera. He's, I guess, at the same facility that, you know, he helped with the uh, situation with uh, John Mulaney and so the same facility in Pennsylvania, I guess he's known to like kind of do like rehab tune ups, like go in for a stint of time to kind of like deal with stuff and, and then be able to come out and do better. But um, just, you know, I feel like he definitely has. Obviously, we talked about how he was getting charged for some. That's where uh, my mind went. Crashes. My mind went like when I see like celebrities doing this stuff, especially because he's like in every movie right now. He was in Fast X. He's in Transformers. He's in you know a couple other re- recent movies and stuff. And uh, right. 
And, uh, you know, and then you hear this news of him, like, crashing his car into someone's house. That's when people go to rehab, like, you know, to kind of do, like, the the cleanup and f- for the right. press and stuff. So it's like, yeah, he did this. And also for whatever case he might be going through or whatever. But, you know, he definitely has his, uh, his history with, you know drug abuse and just probably just uh can you say mental problems like you know i don't know well yeah i mean like the ptsd i think definitely ties into a lot of it i think for someone who's been through the kind of tragedies that he's been through with like how his dad died and just different things and i think like also getting into things like snl as young as he did i think there's just definitely some things that you know if they go unchecked for long enough, you're going to have problems. Yeah, I but. agree. Uh, v, what made you go yikes this week? Um, What made me go yikes is that it's a trend right now, I guess, to throw shit at performing artists because Kelsey Ballerini got hit in the face, got hit in the eye with um a bracelet that a fan threw at her at a recent show in Iowa. And she like went off stage for a while to like kind of recoup. And she's like, I wasn't really hurt that much, but it was scary. And like, you know, it's just, it's scary to be like, as a performing artist, you're up on stage, you're vulnerable in general. Like, I mean, people are triggered by the fact that you're a target, you know, it might as well be a bullseye. Yeah. Sitting duck, as we said before, like you're, we've had enough like bad situations, like shooter situations happen at concerts and stuff like that, where it could just be scary to just like any sort of violence could be it's scary to like you're like then what could escalate what could happen and so that happened to her somebody's been throwing shit at harry styles um obviously we know about bb rexa and we know about pink from last week but it's i think it's just it's truly crazy to me that this is like a continued trend because it's like yeah i get people i feel like it's like the parasocial relationship we tend to have with celebrities where we're like they're our friends we want to give them things and like we love them so much and it's like part of it's like we want to throw them gifts and whatever because i mean it's it's so expensive to get any meet and greet or like vip experience things like that but i just don't think they're ruining the experience for everyone these people are making everybody so the ticket prices go up more uh uh you know you might have to get vetted like as a like you know like an actual fan that won't do this type of stuff maybe sign some type of thing i don't even know but like you know the people are not going to want to perform live anymore like because of these like people that are you know doing this i, I don't get it well and because then you're interrupting the show like you're yeah th- then yeah you're ruining the experience for everybody and it's just like and I for clout, people I, are doing I, it just to say that they you see that bracelet that went up there that was me like you know it's just like pff, you're yeah a loser. it's bizarre it's it's crazy yeah. i hope because you know kelsey ballerini's camp other of these artists and stuff have been putting out things or like they're their teams have been putting out stuff being like, Hey, like we know you love whoever, but don't throw them gifts like up on stage. Cause like it, you're putting them at harm or you're putting the risk of the show and whatever. So hopefully people are taking heed to these things. Cause like, I would don't want to keep seeing this happening because it truly is like, it, it would make me not want to see shows either because I'm like, what if somebody throws some shit and, like causes the show to end early or what if like, you know, I don't know. It could just be too much. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see someone try that at Beyonce or like Taylor Swift or Bruh. something. 
Bro, they'd be taken out. <laughs> yeah. Um, taken out, like, as far as, like, their life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like a Black Mirror episode, actually. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yikes. Uh, well, V, I got a question for you. Yeah. What are you watching? Well, I've been watching what I usually watch, but for a little movie night that I tease at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. um... We went to Prime. We were like trying to look for something that was kind of maybe mystery-ish, maybe just like fun-ish and like whatever uh, because we were trying to mix different tastes of people and we all like kind of some of those similar things. And we found, I believe it's called Invitation to Murder and it's on Prime. It's sort of like a, it gives like glass onion, um, knives out sort of vibes where there's like, you know, somebody who, Huh? Like a whodunit? A whodunit, yeah. yes. And it's, but it definitely, the pacing of it was a little weird. Uh, and it definitely is a, a little lower rent than a glass onion and whatever. There's not like Daniel Craig. There is a, what's her name? Why can't I remember her name right now? She's from the OC. She's one of like the main girls in the OC. What is her name? I, I know who you're talking about. Not the, like the main girl, but the other girl, like the best friend um, girl. The, yeah, the like, why can't I remember her name right now? Was she the one that was in Jumper? Me. Not the one that was in the Hills, right? Misha Barton. Oh, it is the one that was in the Hills. Um, yeah. Misha Barton. All right. Misha Barton. Remember when Misha She's Barton like took main... over for the Hills? Huh? Remember when Misha Barton took over for the Hills? She came over for like that reboot. Yeah. She that was like crazy. Went, was one of the cast members for, for that the reboot, That was the OC in, the, in, in, in Laguna Beach crossover. That we never saw coming. Um, yeah, so very strange. that's cool. But yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun watch for sure. Definitely interesting because Misha Burton has a uh, English accent for the entire thing because it's like, based outside of England and like it's like more set I think in like the 30s, 40s. So, it, um, but it's a fun little whodunit, and it definitely was uh, funny and stuff. So, if nice. you're looking for something kind of like an easy, easy watch, I'd recommend. Okay, that's dope. But, uh, Sai. Yeah. What have you been doing? Thanks for asking. Um, I finally <laughs> got around to watching Fast X. And or I, Fast 10. Yeah, or Fast 10. But, I mean, they call it a Fast X. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, 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 I have fun with the Fast and Furious. The last one, like Fast 9, was terrible. But I usually have a good time <laughs> watching them. They're, you know, unrealistic. But a fun watch for someone like me. Um, the one thing I didn't like was the ending was just like a setup for the other movies, you know? Uh, it just mm. doesn't feel like you come to a complete, you, you just watch like a first part of it and you have to wait years to like see the second, you know, part or whatever. Cause wait, are we getting like an 11 and 12 or just an 11? I, I'm, it's kind of unclear because I think like now they brought back the rock and I think he's going to have his own like spinoff that actually connects like to the like, next fast and furious. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's ongoing and they're setting up for like future installments where like a younger version of them, like it's just going to go on forever. I I think they're going to probably put kind of like, like the walking dead, like put an end to the walking dead. But now there's all these spinoff shows with all the characters and stuff. Like, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're going the Marvel route. Um, they're they're essentially the Avengers. That's what they do. And they're each their own superhero and stuff. So, um, which is, it's cool to see like the franchise, you know, become that and stuff. So I watched that. And then because I was, I was finishing up painting in the apartment this weekend, I wanted to put on, um, 
like movies that had like sing along songs with. So I watched Pitch Perfect again. I think I watched Pitch Perfect two. Then I watched Sister Act, and then um, and then I was like, and then I put on Grease two, and then I went to go look, and I'm like, oh shoot, there's like, there's Grease. Rise of the Pink Ladies. And I'm like, why did I not hear about this? Apparently, Grease, I did hear about it, but like it came and went. Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies is essentially like a prequel to the, the movie Grease. It takes place like four years before the events of the first movie. But, um, it, it was on Paramount Plus, but like when they, uh, like merged with, I forgot who they merged with, but, uh, they, they took it off the platform. And use it as a, a tax write-off. So, like, you can't even see it on streaming sites. I, I kind of, like, pirated I feel like I saw previews for it. So, where did you watch it? I, I watched it online. So, I, I have a wink. website, Wink, uh, that, like, has the thing. And I really do think, like, you would like this show. It kind of gives off, like, Glee vibes, you know, that type of thing. Um, yeah, because I remember seeing, like, previews or, like, ads or stuff for it on some of the other streaming services that I use yeah so that's strange that it already has been taken off I yeah don't know. i mean i was like wondering how they were gonna do it but i think they did it pretty well like they did like a remake of the grease is the word it's the word and i like actually enjoyed the new version of it um the choreography was amazing now that i'm like in musicals and stuff i'm like like really check now that i am in musical yeah. <laughs> well that, i just never really <laughs> cared about the dancing too much i always like the singing but like the singing and dancing now i'm like i take a whole new appreciation for it and um yeah. and and it must have been an expensive show too because any type of period piece you know where they're having to do like the 50s and all that stuff like i feel like just like the costumes alone are, are expensive so um so yeah, I mean, if you get if you can somehow watch Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, I would definitely. I've watched one episode so far; it was pretty good. I think you'd really enjoy it if you can figure it out. I could send you a link, but um, <laughs> check it out. Uh, well, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? This week. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Uh, Slapper of the Week, you know, I was going through new music and it kind of popped out to me, like the title. But when I heard the song, I was like, oh, this is a pretty good song. So I was like, I'll make a Slapper of the Week. It's called Making the Band Danity Kane by Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, it's not featuring Danity Kane. It's just, it's just another name. I don't know why they do that. Gave a song two names, but, uh. Yeah, it's called Making the Band, and I grew up watching Making the Band, not even the Diddy version, but the original version where they, they made O-Town. Um, so I, I always enjoyed that series. Uh, the Diddy version actually made Danity Kane, right? Yeah, they made Danity Kane. I think it's Day 26. I think they made a group called The Band. Um, so That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah and I then, love Danity Kane. Yeah. Damage, damage. Yeah. <laughs> They had a they had a run, uh, and Earl Sweatshirts is back. Uh, you know he I think was part of the posse of of um, uh, Odd Future and stuff back in the day. But uh, you know mm. he's been doing his own thing and stuff. So it's a good bop. I like it. It's a chill song. I like the beat. So check it out on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist available on Spotify. V, do you have any shout outs? Yes. I wanted to shout out uh, Rachel and JP for hosting us for a little movie night and um, for hosting us for today, um, for 4th of July. And I wanted to shout out my pal Katie for always being down for some paddle boarding. Um, and then I want to shout out our friend Maggie because this upcoming weekend, we and also I want to shout Katie for because it'll be her birthday at the beginning of next week. So happy birthday. 
Um, and then Maggie for this upcoming weekend, we will be celebrating her uh, an ode before she gets her breast uh, reduction. So, you know, nice. excited for her. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to give a belated happy birthday shout out to my mom. Uh, it was her birthday this past week. So, uh, you know, if you're listening, I love you and I hope you had a happy birthday. Uh, so happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. We're going to give her the kids. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's our episode a little longer than usual, but you know, that kind of happens when we got the, the bachelor or bachelorette on. So, um, we're not going to waste any more time. Fourth of July. Let's go out there and celebrate. Be safe. You know, we love you. Your favorite podcast, future bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Bye.